Well, welcome back everyone to another exciting episode of the Dirty Twenties Podcast. My name is Marcus Dusik, and with me, as always, we have, in this case, five ritzy and red-hot role players. Ain't none of them a rube. Please introduce yourselves, adventurers. My name is Craig, and I'll be playing Salem. My name is Tessa, I'll be playing Christrid. I'm, I'm Richard, I'm playing Oh god! <laughs> I threw it You're all doing off. So good. I threw it all off. <laughs> I'm sorry I messed that up. I'm Toby. I'll be playing Lonlin. Um, and I'm going by Elliot now, and I'm still playing Lizette. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um also Craig, thank you so much for just jumping in. Um I kind of said a little prayer of thanks when you did, because it's been a while since we've had something <coughs> relatively fluid. Well, uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it continuing, but uh, I know, I know that that was little, little miracles every day. Right. <laughs> awesome, excellent. Well, last we left off, our intrepid adventurers had. Uh, found their way back into the cold, cold zone emanating from this mine and were confronted by an abominable yeti. As they saw this yeti charging towards them, out of the woods coming to the side, they saw a dwarven barbarian riding this majestic bighorn sheep uh, who ran forward, attacked the abominable yeti. The abominable yeti bamfed into the air in reaction to being hit uh, and then fell down and took some falling damage. The fight ensued. There was another abomination summoned by Lisette. This one may be slightly less disquieting, but that's really up to people's interpretations. And eventually this abominable Yeti, after a little bit of bamfing back and forth and sending people willy-nilly as they hit it, uh, was eventually defeated. You spoke to this new dwarven uh, companion uh, who introduced themselves as Christrid, introduced their bighorn sheep as Ovis, and said that she had been looking for you and was hoping to help you defeat whatever was going on here. The five of you made your way, avoiding Christrid's old hometown, uh, for fear that it had indeed suffered a similar fate to the other towns you'd encountered and that that revelation would be hard to witness and figuring that might as well go and defeat the problem beforehand anyway. Uh, avoiding that town made your way out to the glaciers and you began walking over the glacier and to this mine. The wind was howling out of the mine shaft, blowing snow, it seems like the storm was emanating from the mine itself, and as you came to the mine entrance, you saw that there was a icy slope heading down into the mine, and being the super cool, bodacious adventurers that you totally are, uh, y'all, like, snowboarded down, essentially, uh, and actually did really quite impressive uh, aerial flips and tricks and just ice surfing as you made your way down the slope. Uh, and found yourself in this tunnel with incredibly reflective ice surrounding every surface. And as you watched, the reflections in the ice kind of continued off into infinity. One of those came alive 
uh, and spoke to Richard or to Cricket, not to Richard, to Cricket. Uh, Why am moment. I in this world? <laughs> spoke to Cricket for a moment, replied with a relatively unhelpful uh, answer to the question of can you show us the way? Said yes, uh, and then disappeared. Um, and as you continued proceeding, all of the reflections at one point just went away. The reflections in the ice just stopped, but not so much stopped because the the dancing lights that Salem had summoned, you could see those reflecting, but none of you cast a reflection. And as you kept walking, Lisette and Pierre caught something out of the corner of their eyes and looked towards the ice on either side. And Lisette looked in and saw a reflection of Pierre and Pierre looked in and saw a reflection of Lisette. And they had a bit of a conversation, but eventually Lisette said that everyone should keep moving. And the Pierre reflection looking back at her said, I don't think so. Uh, reached a hand out of the ice wall and grabbed Lisette's wrist. And that is where we pick up the rest of you. See, uh, you don't see the reflection. All you see is this two-dimensional hand reaching out and grab Lisette. And from the other side, you can see another one uh, reaching out and grabbing Pierre. Uh, and they begin to pull back. Can everyone please roll initiative? Oh, my God. Ah! Uh, oh, that's a good roll. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> exhausted, damn it. You yeah, got to get exhausted. <laughs> Y'all are exhausted. Y'all are cold. <laughs> uh, Toby, what'd you get? I got an 18. 18, alright. Lama has 18. Uh, Salem. Got a 14, thanks to my exhaustion. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Lisette. Uh, uh, a 7. Hey, that's one better than yes or than last week, so that is, that's... Yeah. Yeah. We're on uphill slope here. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Chris. 16. 16. Awesome. And Cricket. I got a 17. And Ooh. Pierre got a natural one. Oh, oh no. no. In the he same is... disadvantage rule, he got a nat 1 and a nat 20. Oh. So, uh, Dang, Pierre. Next. Yeah, Pierre yeah. tried. Pierre really did try. Oh, amazing. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, so, Pierre got a natural one. Uh, perfect. So, as these things reach forward, it makes sense. These things uh, are going first at the top of the initiative. Uh, the reflection of Pierre that has grabbed Lisette um, is going to actually just roll to see if they technically actually hit. Um, they grab you, but they do not actually do any damage. So they've grabbed you already, but they're not able to do any damage this turn as they just begin to pull you into the mirror, or into the ice itself. Lisette, can you please make me a uh, athletics check or acrobatics check to avoid this thing's grapple? Both are bad, so... <laughs> Ooh, that's a four. This thing only rolled a seven, uh, <laughs> but it is unfortunately enough as this thing reaches forward. You see this two-dimensional hand, almost like illusory, reach forward, grab Lisette, 
and start pulling her in. And very quickly, Lisette, you are halfway into the ice. You're just somehow being pulled into the ice itself. Oh, a little uh, help, please. <laughs> what, what? Lisette, what's, what's going on? I don't know. Um, I don't, I, I, oh God, oh God, it's happening. Help, help. Uh, I still reach out and try to grab her if I can, or you can tell me to wait. Uh, I would allow you to absolutely burn your reaction to try to grab her. Okay, great. That. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just you can make an athletics check to uh, to grab Lisette. All right. Uh, it's a nineteen plus like seven. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I think like with that, I think actually Lisette only your hand gets pulled into the ice, and Christrid actually manages to stop the rest of your body from going in as she reaches out and stops you uh, and is much stronger than this reflection. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, You're quite adept. (laughs) Uh, And on the other side, uh, the reflection of Lisette that Pierre can see has reached forward uh, and is going to grab uh, him and move him in. Uh, Can Pierre please make an athletics or an acrobatics check to avoid the grapple? Oh no, the disadvantage. Oh my god! Uh, okay, that's good. I rolled both a 17 and a 19, so that's a 21 for my, uh, for Pierre's acrobatic. Wow. Okay, uh, this thing reaches forward, uh, grabs Pierre, uh, but somehow, even in Pierre's, like, shock of being so surprised that this has happened, Pierre doesn't move, and you can, all of you can see, uh, a hand that looks like Lisette's hand, uh, reach forward and grab Pierre, but unfortunately, it is stuck. And as this kind of happens, you all co- see this form coalesce in the ice, just flat on the surface. And with that, Lonlin, it is now your turn. Okay, so uh, the Lizette that was reaching for Pierre, are they still in the ice or is like part of them? Oh, sorry, I'm confused. Uh, the Lizette that was re- reaching for Pierre, uh, part of them is still out uh, because they were not able to pull Pierre in. Okay, I'm going to uh, run up to her and grab her hand and pull, try and pull her out. Uh, oh, pull Lisette or Pierre? Yes, like pull Lizette. the reflection of Lisette out. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, make an athletics check for me. I'm going to burn my inspiration. Um, that was <laughs> a one. <laughs> uh, that is... Plus 22. 22. Uh, this thing rolled a natural two, but has a minus two to strength. Um, and so you just run. <laughs> Sounds forward. about right for Lizette. It's almost like feeling a sticker off of a wall. Um, and you reach <laughs> forward, you pull this thing, and you see standing like distant. Uh, out from the wall now, there is this, like, weird reflection two-dimensional object, kind of like a sheet of paper, um, just standing in front of you. And as a bonus action, um, I'm going to use Compel Duel. So it needs to make a Wisdom 14 save. Okay. Amazing. Ooh, these are, these guys are rolling really, really crap right now. That's a three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, that's all that's oh, is that's, that's so ugly. <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna hold 
hold on to Lizette and end my turn there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you watch as this, like, almost like Paper Mario version of Lizette, uh, kind of, it doesn't turn its head, but somehow you know that its focus has completely shifted to you. It's as if, like, a painting has been redrawn looking at you. Uh, I don't like this. This is very creepy. <laughs> and uh, Cricket, it is now your turn. Oh, God. Um, all right, I'm coming to Lizette. Uh, I'm going to run over to Lizette and then see what Maudlin just did. Uh, you know what? Let's try that. I'm just going to grab the Pierre inside the mirror. Let's just bring him on out of here. Uh, so the Pierre that is in the mirror, unfortunately, um, you can you can, like try to like reach in. You just touch ice. Unfortunately, okay. it seems like that one is somehow totally protected by the ice. And uh, Lizette, you're coming with me. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, make an athletics check uh, contested by this thing to hold it in, hold Lizette in. I got a 17. I got good. 17 total? Yeah. This thing rolled a 19, uh. but has a minus two. Uh. Uh, in this case, uh, Craig, Anything happen because Chris is helping there as well? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think I don't, you know what? Even if it would normally go to the person defending, uh, I think with Chris's assistance, uh, you absolutely pull uh, Lisette back out enough that then you can see the hand of this thing kind of like out to its elbow, reaching forward and grabbing Lisette's arm. Chris, you're a damn savior! <laughs> oh, we'll get you out of here! <laughs> uh, any bonus actions on your turn? Uh, uh, I'm just going to uh, use my... Like, while I'm still like holding on to Lisette, I'm just going to use my fingers to like tap out like a, a heartwarming... Uh, uh, <laughs> feeling song his body percussion that's how that works right absolutely uh, inspired <laughs> who is inspired uh, uh, Lizette oh Lizette nice awesome uh, and Chris it is now your turn yeah uh, just continuing with the pulling okay continuing to pull well uh, the goal is to pull out um, the shadow uh, guy from the ice there and uh, so yeah, pull would be the action, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so contested strength again. This thing got a sixteen total. This is athletics. Yeah. Uh, or acrobatics, if you'd prefer. But I think athletics makes sense. Athletics is good. So I rolled a seven, and it's plus nine. Plus nine. So 16. Sixteen. Oh my god! Again. Uh, Another with- tie. Another tie, but I think with like, or with cricket also helping, uh, a, it's just like this uh, sticker peeling out of the wall somehow. Like as more and more of this two-dimensional thing comes out, uh, you watch it kind of like it just peels back from the wall and becomes this two-dimensional version of Pierre that is looking at both of you uh, with kind of like blank black eyes. Oh, weird. Can I yeah. use a bonus action and make a melee attack? Uh, yeah, Do I, I would allow to? that. I <laughs> should would I punch that. it? <laughs> you can Gosh, absolutely, I... <laughs> you can absolutely punch this reflection. All right, great. Um, so I'm wearing spiky armor, so uh, it gives me a plus six to hit, and I roll a fourteen. So it's a dirty twenty. Hey! Dirty twenty. Hey! Dirty twenty. Hey! 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 Hey!
I think I need to make that sting half as long now because we're not, I'm not doing all the like stuff afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. Yeah. With a dirty 20, you definitely hit this thing. Cool. Uh, damage is seven. Seven damage. Awesome. Uh, yeah. You don't have rage damage going on it just yet because no. you haven't raged. Um, but yeah, you pull this thing forward uh, and you go and. Uh, is your spiky armor, is it magical by any chance? I'm not entirely sure. Let me just check that. I can check that and get back to you. Okay. Unless uh, you want to resolve it. It's okay. Uh, seven damage. I'm just going to, if, if it is, I'm going to, you can add it in afterwards. Um, so this is the one on Lisette. So this is the Pierre one. All right. Uh, I don't think so. No, it just does okay. extra damage. It's okay. Perfect. Um, so yeah, you do... Uh, some damage, but it looks like whatever this thing is, it is partially illusory, uh, and your spiky armor kind of, like, doesn't connect the way you would expect it to. Uh, you do do a little bit of damage, but just not as much. Ah, uh, that's uh, weird. <laughs> uh, Salem, it is now your turn. Uh, it's just the two of them that I can see, right? Just the, the shadowy is... Pierre and the shadowy Lizette? Yes. All right. Yeah, they've uh, both been pulled out of the wall. Okay, then I'm first going to go after the one by Lizette. Just dart over and uh, quarter staff out straight into it. Okay. And I've got a, a twenty-four to hit. A twenty-four will definitely hit. Or twelve points of damage. Twelve points of damage. Uh, non-magical or non-magical? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And flurry of blows. Okay. First blow from that one. <laughs> All right. I am uh, continuing the uh, have four back-to-back nat ones last session. I think something like that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm just gonna quickly roll a d4 because there's a bunch yeah, of people sure. around. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I'm really not putting on a good showing for Kristen. Uh, I think this is my second time. <laughs> um, can you re-roll the attack? Uh, and Toby, yeah. what is your AC? Oh, good. M- me. Oh, oh, um, no. <laughs> oh God. Okay, I missed. Why okay, do I, I do this every time? <laughs> it's, it's only eighteen. <laughs> oh wow, Toby! Really I don't, I don't have my shield out. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's probably sitting by your desk right now. Um, <laughs> it's okay, Toby. Even if you only got like plus one to your dexterity or unarmored defense, I still miss you because I've only got a ten. Oh, okay. I'm consistent in my inability to hit. Yeah, yeah you go to hit uh, this thing, and its two-dimensional form is just weird to you, and you kind of, like, go where its chest should be. Uh, there's nothing there, and then you just kind of glance off of uh, Longman's <laughs> armor. Ow! <laughs> Salem shakes their hand really quick and then follows up with a quick kick to the thing. Uh, All right. And uh, 22. 22 will hit for sure okay now i would please like to know uh okay pressure points i would like to know uh it's analyzed yeah um i learn its damage vulnerabilities resistances immunities and condition immunities okay perfect uh it is vulnerable to bludgeoning but it is resistant to acid cold fire lightning thunder uh it is also resistant to bludgeon piercing and slashing from non-magical attacks which is a weird combination Okay. I just realized. So I deal also... regular damage to it then. Oh, weird. All my yeah. damage is bludgeoning, so my... No, I know. It's, that's a weird yeah. vulnerability slash also resistance. So yeah, just regular damage. All right. Uh, okay. Um, it is uh, immune to necrotic and poison damage, and the condition immunities, exhaustion, frightened, grappled, paralyzed, 
petrified, poisoned, prone, and restrained. Okay. Uh, uh, no, no spooky magic shit on this thing, Lizette. It won't, it won't be hurt by it. Uh, and so it's a total of 19 damage to it this turn, Marcus. It was seven from the last attack. Yeah. 12 okay. from the first one. Uh, perfect. So with that, I think you bap, bap, bap. Um, you reach out, you punch this thing, uh, you hit it with your quarter staff, and you watch as uh, just as the last like kick connects, you learn these things about it, and you watch as its form shatters. Uh, it falls into like broken pieces of ice on the ground. What? Well, that was all right. Uh, I'm just gonna dash over towards the other one, I guess. Uh, okay. Across the room, just put myself next to the Pierre one, and I don't have anything else. That's me. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Lisette, uh, it is now your turn. Well, what do you mean, no, no spooky magic? I, it's all none, of the fle- none, none of the flesh roddy stuff. None of the. F- oh, Jesus, that's most of my bit. <laughs> um, is it still grabbling, grabbing me? Uh, that one, uh, Salem has completely destroyed. That one oh. broke into like a pile of ice crystals on the ground. Oh, fantastic. Well, that takes care of that one then. Um, and then it's just the, the Lizette one. Right? Yes, no. there is a Lizette one that is currently holding Pierre uh, okay. and has Wait, been held. Sorry. Oh, was it the Pierre one that hit Lizette? It was the Pierre one that hit Lizette. So it's, it's oh, a okay, weird okay. like reflection uh, issue. Right, thing. right, right. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got head now. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Lizette is going to uh, run over to the Lizette one. <laughs> oh, it's like looking in a mirror i i'd say a creepy one but um i mean look at me uh and then i'm just gonna punch it (laughs) amazing yeah uh roll an attack natural 20 only one (laughs) (laughs) amazing uh so it's uh one plus your strength modifier uh, but it's doubled, so it'll be... I'm going to say it's two plus your strength mod. <laughs> so it's four. All right. Hey, that's not bad. It's better than nice. that. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you run forward, uh, and this thing, as you're running forward, kind of, like, its form ripples a little bit, and it looks almost like you are running into a mirror of yourself. Um, and you go and swing, uh, and it's kind of mirroring your motion. But as you connect... Uh, its jaw turns um, in a way that your face doesn't and then it just looks back at Lonlin. I don't don't like this. I'm not quite fond of it either. (laughs) I mean, I've seen some creepy stuff. This is weird. This is very creepy. Yes, this is not my brand of creepy. Um, (laughs) Can someone else hit this? I want it to be gone. (laughs) <laughs> uh amazing uh so yeah you uh you run forward you hit it uh do you do any bonus actions on your turn nah all right perfect uh pierre pierre is up pierre is currently grappled oh i thought he passed it never mind okay uh no pierre is still grappled he just like he was able to move the thing out but he hasn't oh, he gotcha, hasn't used gotcha. his action to break the grapple okay uh, then I guess Pierre's just gonna try and struggle out again. Alright. Oh, that's not likely, though. 
That's a I mean, six for my acrobatic. Like I, these things, uh, again, rolling like shit. Uh, <laughs> he rolled a four minus two. He rolled a two. What? Yeah, this reflection, I guess technically, sorry. This reflection is of Lizette. She rolled a four minus two. Damn, all right. Uh, well, in that case, Pierre is going to style on uh, uh, this false Lizette for a bit and then do the help action with uh, the bonus action. Okay, amazing. Uh, this uh, reflection looks around, uh, focuses back on uh, Lonlin and uh, is going to just uh, look at Lonlin and is going to make a uh, weapon attack. Is going to like reach out to try to grab Lonlin. Uh I think that is going to miss. Uh, a 14 to hit is going to miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it, uh, as it does so, it kind of like seems odd. And it looks back at the wall uh, and is going to uh, step back into the wall and try to get into the ice. Um, I'm going to try and keep it in place. All right. Perfect. Are you going to hit it and and try to stop it that way, or are you going to grab it? I guess it actually can't oh, be grappled. Oh, I... Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought so I grabbed got, it the first round. Yeah, I was... I realized afterwards that it can't be grappled, but I think it, it's a lot more fun as well for it to be pulled oh, out of the Oh, no, that's fine. It was, Sorry. It was grabbing <laughs> It was grabbing Pierre. Um, so I think that makes perfect sense. It kind of, like, grappled itself. Um, but, uh, yeah, you try to grab this thing. Uh, do you have Sentinel? I forget. Um, no, but if it's going to okay. move from my range, I am going to try and take a punch at it. Okay, perfect. Because apparently everyone's punching everything. Uh, <laughs> that is a dirty 20. Ooh! As she's swinging, she's going to look at the real Lizette and just say, I'm so sorry. This feels very <laughs> odd. And there's just like deck Lizette in like the face. <laughs> just oh, full on, just full swing. Please, <laughs> please continue. Go for it. <laughs> and that's six damage. So yeah. Six damage. Amazing. Uh, I think um, Lizette and Salem, you were both there. I would allow you to both also take your reaction to try to hit this thing as it tries to move away. Oh, hell yeah. I'll punch it. <laughs> Ooh, 17. 17 will hit. I've got a 14. Oh, sorry. A 14 if it's, will hit. It's, sorry. Oh, yeah. If it's vulnerable to bludgeoning, it's actually 12 damage. Sorry. Uh, but it's also resistant to bludgeoning from non-magical attacks. So You're, it's yeah, just sorry. a flat. No, it's all good. It's a weird little thing that I don't think the writers actually realized. Uh, if you said 14 hit, then I deal 8 points of damage. Ooh, okay. Uh, perfect. You do 8 points of damage. Uh, Lizette, do you hit? Oh, yeah, yeah you did 17. Yeah, so... Two! Two! <laughs> two. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> uh, you, like, reach out. You pop, pop, pop. Coming at this thing, you're basically punching a weird painting of Lizette, uh, which I think, Lawn, you're right. It does feel a little strange. Uh, but uh, then this form melts back into the ice. Um, and uh, I think, can everyone just make me a quick perception check as this thing has gone back into the ice? 
Eleven. Eleven? Eight. Eight? Seventeen. Ooh, okay. I got a twenty-three and uh Pierre got a twenty. Eighteen. All right. Uh dirty twenty? Amazing. That is awesome. So uh, with all of these high rolls, everyone who got above an 11, uh, you can still see this reflection. Uh, it looks like it's maybe like two inches into the ice. Um, and uh, it has just kind of stepped back and now seems like it is perfectly mirroring Lisette. Uh, and with that, uh, Lonlin, it is your turn. Uh, hmm. If you got below an eleven, you can't see this thing. It's nowhere. To, you don't know where it is. But uh, oh, I, got, I got a seventeen. Okay, yeah. awesome. So, all right. So it's definitely in the ice, and it's back to mimicking Lizette. And with my um, minus one intelligence, um, she's gonna pull out her sword and just try and stab the ice. Okay, uh, you try to stab the ice. As you do. Um, First of all, make uh, an attack roll. Um, okay. uh, this is a two-handed, if that matters. Okay. Ooh, um, that is 17. Not great. Uh, 17. Uh, you carve into the ice. You carve a chunk out of the ice. And as you do this, big scrape appears, breaking up the reflection. You kind of see like, um, like the top half and the bottom half appear separated, but it it just kind of smiles at you. Um, but, Lonlin, can you please roll me a d100? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, one second, let me get my percentile out. Uh, 22. Uh, 22. Uh, okay. Uh, you watch as the reflection um, just seems to fade for a moment. Uh, and then you see another reflection appear beside it. Um, you see a reflection of Salem appear beside the reflection of Lisette. Guys, I, I think I did it bad. Um, and she'll London. just... <laughs> London, what is that? <laughs> Don't worry about it, I got it under control. I'm gonna take a second swing. He's Salem, I think he's got a friend over there. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm taking yeah. a second swing. The <laughs> uh, so 26. Oh no. oh no. A 26 again. You carve into this ice. Um, and it looks like, again, you're kind of like, you would be hitting these reflections, but unfortunately, uh, as you carve into the ice, they just smile. Can you roll me another D100, please? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the good thing she's smart. Oh, let me... Uh... <laughs> Uh, that is a 76. A 76. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, you feel this um, flood of energy enter you, and you get the sense that any time in the next day when anyone hits someone else with an attack roll and deals damage to it, uh, the attacker must succeed on a DC 13 Christmas saving throw or take force damage equal to half the damage dealt. So you feel like there's kind of like this reflective rebuff that has just emanated. What is... I don't understand this place. This is weird. 
Stop um, hitting them in there. It's not helping. Okay, maybe if I just hit it harder. No! I got an idea. Hold your sword backwards. It's called half sorting. You use it like a, please, a face. Please no. Please stop. <laughs> please you're stop. Lucky, you're lucky I'm out of actions. <laughs> That's Any my bonus turn. actions? No, right. I'm holding uh, compel duel. Okay, perfect. Uh, Cricket, it is your turn. I'm gonna go out and Salem with the, the half sword. So I'm gonna like draw the sword and then no, grab Cricket, the event, and I'm just gonna it's swing so as hard as possible into the uh... into the ice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll me an attack and a d100, please. Okay. Uh, is this gonna be like what? Is it just like a mace? Because uh, I'm using it as like a bludgeoning weapon, not like a longsword. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say you're still using your proficiency and everything, and we would just change the damage to bludgeoning. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in that case, I got ooh max roll. Then in that case, twelve bludgeoning. Uh, well, you scrape into like you shove your the butt of your sword into the ice. You mark the ice again, uh, and it looks like these reflections are just smiling at you. Um. But you need to roll that d100 for me. I just wanted to confirm it. Uh, you're probably right. I got a 66. A 66. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Oh, okay. Um, so, Cricket, you uh, shove the butt of your sword into the ice, and you watch as a chunk of the ice falls to the ground, and a it is very clearly a sword uh, lands on the ground in front of you. Uh, and you see the sword made out of ice um, appears and uh, just make me a quick insight check. Okay. This is a good... <laughs> I got a 12. A 12? a lot worse. Okay. Uh, this sword doesn't seem like it's like cursed or anything. Like it just seems like... Uh, yeah, it looks like you could pick it up and use it. And... I trust that. I trust yeah. that completely. Uh, <laughs> I want to pick it up because I only drew the one hand, uh, uh, the one longsword. I want to grab it with my second hand. Uh... Okay. Uh, yeah, you grab it uh, and you feel this uh, magic flow into you and you feel like there is some sort of magic on this that maybe if you sat with it for an hour, you could really uh, like understand. I think this is perfectly safe, everyone. In fact, I want to try swinging it again. Uh, <laughs> One more time. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, also with the minus intelligence gang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this time with the glass. Oh, oh, we have Was inspiration, that... right? You do have inspiration, yeah. I just don't want to break the cool magic weapon I just got <laughs> than that one. So uh, good instinct. Because yeah, this I'm thing is made out of fragile ice. Ooh, 21. 21. Uh, yeah, you stab in. Uh, and for this one, um, can you actually roll your... Is, is Are you doing it with the, the sword you just picked up? Yes. Can you actually roll the damage of your longsword? Ooh, perfect. Um, I got an 11. 11. Uh, and you're you're targeting the, uh, the Salem one, right? Yeah, but if I make purchase, I'm going to use a slashing uh, uh, blade flourish and also hit the other one as well. Okay. Amazing. Uh, yeah, everyone else watches as this like cricket slams into the ice. A sword falls out of it. Cricket picks up this sword, 
and with this ice sword is actually able to carve into the ice and damage these reflections. Okay, so that's seventy points of damage. <laughs> you just gotta hit it hard, apparently. <laughs> oh, Salem, we always attack. This is the rule now. <laughs> uh, what was the damage? Sorry, on the second. So I deal seventeen to the one I, I target, and then six to the other. Ooh, okay. Uh, amazing. So another six points. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, how much to the other? Uh, six. Six. Perfect. Uh, you watch as uh, with this sword that has come out of the uh, the ice itself, you slash in, and um, this uh, one that looks like Salem takes a hefty amount of damage, almost collapses to the ground, but as you continue your swing through, it cuts through the reflection of Lisette, and the reflection of Lisette shatters into a th- like a thousand pieces of jagged ice. Ah. Uh, uh, but still, can you please roll me a d100 again? Because you did attack into the ice. Alright, please give me another 66. <laughs> I got an 89. An 89. Okay. Uh... Okay, uh, as you carve in, the magic of this sword carves out, like, bunch of chunks. Like, as that reflection of Lisette shatters, you watch as shards of ice fly out from the wall and hover in the air around you, and all of you see reflections of places and people who aren't here. You see, like, your homes, your friends, you see moments of happiness and moments of loss, and just, like, all of these moments from your memory floating out in the air above your head um, and just kind of filling the space with like these reflections that make it a little bit hard to, f- to see exactly but uh, you uh, yeah we'll get to what happens with them next round okay okay so I don't know if they're good or bad memories yet. yeah okay yeah uh, amazing um, Chris it is now your turn yeah, so this is interesting because I rolled an eight on perception in the beginning. So I didn't really see any of this, but now all these images are flying around. And I'm like, guys, maybe we should just leave the ice alone. Should we just like... <laughs> I should we like just move ahead? Seconded. I mean, it's, an, it's, a, it's made of ice though. How useful can it be? Valid <laughs> point. We'll see you in an hour after I take some like, time with it. Like it might just melt if you hold it too long. I don't know. I, I, I vote we kind of move along, eh? Like we can be here all day. Just, just Salem over there, and I just point at the reflection. I think as uh, as Cricket <laughs> points it out, uh, Chris, you do manage to get like a vision of a reflection of Salem. Which at first you probably thought was just a shadow, but then you realize, oh, oh. that is actually like one of these animated sh- reflections. Okay, okay, so they're still there. Uh, well, it, I think we should just keep walking, though. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> they'll follow us, right? If they're the reflections. So. I mean, I'm not opposed. <laughs> I got my sword. <laughs> uh, do we want to just walk along or? We're also just making a lot of noise. Yeah. You are. Uh, Chris, are you doing anything on your turn? or? I know. I, think... I just want to convince him to go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Salem, it is your turn. You see this reflection in the wall uh, that looks fairly damaged. 
and you've seen Lalin and Cricket carve things out and more things appear. Punch it. <laughs> no. No, it's not it's not going to happen. No. Punch it. Punch it. Punch it. No, no, no. I no, no. I I am going to do um hmm, one cubic foot. Okay, that's that's a fair amount. Uh I'm going to cast Prestidigitation, and I'm going to try and melt some of the ice. Okay. Amazing. Um, yes, you melt uh, a chunk of the ice, uh, and you see as you do, this reflection uh, kind of appears... Uh, like, where you melted the ice, there is a section of the um, reflection that is totally visible. It looks like it has lost its cover. But as you do, as this fire hits the ice, you hear a, like a call on the wind as something echoes from down the hallway in the direction. And you just hear, uh, it sounds like breaking ice. Um, how, how close does it sound? Uh, make a quick perception check for me. Uh, 13. Oh, with disadvantage, hang on. Uh, <laughs> still 13. Okay. Uh, it sounds like it is within, like, 60 to 100 feet, but it's very hard to tell in a echoing tunnel. But oh, it sounds hell. relatively close. Um... Uh, and feel free to make me an insight check there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, disadvantage. Oh, my God. <laughs> 13. 13? Um, you're not certain, but maybe it's because you melted the ice. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's about what Salem figured. Yeah, they were. That's the assumption they were operating under. Yeah. Um, I mm, I'm going to look in the direction that I heard that noise from. <sighs> Consider my limited spell slots, uh, and then I'm going to conjure a shadow blade with a bonus action. Okay, amazing. Yeah, uh, the shadow blade appears in your hand, I assume, as opposed yep. to like yeah. Perfect. Uh, everyone watches as kind of like similar to the reflections, these wisps of like shadow form around Salem's hand and then form into this blade. Uh, would you like to move? Do anything? Yeah, I I'm going to square myself away as, as uh, much as possible, blocking the tunnel in the direction of whatever that, that noise was. I'm going to shout down towards it. Hey, big ugly. Come here. We've got a a bone to pick with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you hear this echoing response. And uh, Lisette, it is now your turn. Oh, jeez. Um, all right. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, what you doing? What you doing, Lisette? Shatter... You know, I guess it's I guess it's okay if it's not on me and if it's on my reflection. I accept this. Uh, yeah. If you're gonna hit your party, you might as well hit the bad version of your party, yeah. the mega party. The evil party. Um, yeah, I'll cast Shatter. Um, I think I can choose where it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at a point within range. Um, what is what is the point that I can hit the most baddies? Uh, so right now there's only the one Salem reflection in the wall that you can see. Okay. You do hear this like echoing call from down the hallway about 60 to 100 feet, but you can't see anything just yet. Okay. Um, so if you like, 
I think if you tried to move forward, you might be able to catch a glimpse of whatever's coming, or you could shatter, and I would absolutely allow you to shatter into the ice, and also this thing is visible now, or like, uh, is on kind of the surface of the ice after being melted. Okay. Um, I'll cast it into the ice then. Okay. Uh, you... There is this echoing... Like, and it just seems to echo forever in this ice tunnel, and just... Uh, it seems like whatever sound is just bouncing off of these smooth glass or smooth ice walls all the way down this tunnel uh, and it seems like maybe it's carried even farther than Shatter normally does uh, and you watch as that section of wall in front of you where the reflection of Salem was shatters into a thousand pieces and the ref- reflection of Salem um uh, it needs to make a con save, right? Yeah, it needs to make a con save, and also, uh, yeah, it needs to make a con save. And if it's made out of inorganic material, it needs it has disadvantage. Uh, yeah, disadvantage. It got a nine total. Um, I think, regardless of whatever you roll, uh, this thing has four hit points. Is there any way you can roll and like not enough to hurt, hurt this or to kill this thing outright? No, it's five d eight. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this thing, uh, you shatter and it falls to the ground, uh, as these ice crystals, like this section of the wall just clatters to the ground. Lizette, can you roll me another D100, please? Uh, that is a 81. An 81. Uh, ba 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 uh oh okay um you see uh as you shatter this out uh two discs of ice flow through the air uh one appears um yeah one appears like in front of you the other one shoots down the hallway and you're not certain where it goes uh and you see these discs uh six feet in diameter uh they're floating about one foot above the ground and uh, you see that there's kind of like they're like crystal clear glass um, but it's almost as if the surface of them is liquid water as opposed to ice um, there's kind of this quality to them that makes you get the sense that they're not solid you can maybe pass through um, <laughs> amazing um, um, I'm going to use yeah. my movement to move closer to where that sound is coming from okay uh, there is this one like disc floating in the air in front of you do you step through it or around it through it through it okay Uh, if she thinks that she can she will (laughs) yeah Uh, y'all watch as Lizette shatters the ice Uh, two discs of ice fly out one stops just in front of your party uh, and the other one shoots down the hallway and Lizette you uh, see this like watery looking surface and you reach out and you're able to in fact push through it so you step into it and as you do everyone watches as Lisette disappears from view uh, <laughs> Lisette you appear um, somewhere farther down the tunnel you can see the dancing lights um, are probably about like 90 feet back from where you are now currently um, and you see emerging from the wall in front of you you see this weird floating construct of 
ice uh, with these incredibly long nails and a a mouth that just seems like about kind of as long as its torso is. Um, and it seems like it's mostly just mouth. Uh, and um, you see this uh, freezing specter appear in front of you uh, that as like you step out, uh, that same kind of like call of wind uh, is heard emanating from this thing. And this is definitely the thing that had made the noise. And you can see kind of an outline where this thing broke out of the ice. Oh, hello. <laughs> I need to move my feet and I'll end my turn there okay uh, and it is now Pierre's turn uh, Pierre I think is just like oh god um, what uh, where did she go uh, and then what uh, would Pierre like to do Lizette <laughs> dodge action Pierre is confused okay. uh, actually no no you know perception check We'll try and Absolutely. find out where, uh, where, uh, 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 went? Okay. Uh, does Pierre have disadvantage? Yeah. All right. I still got a 15, though. Okay. A 15. Uh, Pierre, uh, turns to you and says, I think I hear farther down the hallway. Okay. Uh, then immediately Pierre is going to use the kind of, uh, sorry, uh, their movement action to just, uh, jump on top of, uh, Monlin, uh, <laughs> a beef tank, and is just going to uh, be. Miss Monlin, I hope you don't mind. I'm I'm coming for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Monlin, it is now your turn. Uh, so. Oh, actually, sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. It is not your turn because on initiative count twenty. Um, the bah, bah, bah. okay, uh, they're gonna make a ranged weapon attack against one random creature. I'm gonna roll a d6 and I'll just go in Zencaster order. I don't have any d6s out. Hold on, what is what? Um, okay, I gotta roll a d6 on uh, roll 20. Do I don't have roll 20 open? Uh, let me just see if any of my monsters have a d6 going. They do, okay, cool. Uh, so I got a three going in Zencaster order. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, it's not going to be Lizette, so it's going to be Chris. Um, these uh, shards of ice that are currently floating in the air uh, spin, and a few of them start darting through the air. Um, eh. And uh, they are going to make a ranged weapon attack. Pfft. Uh, with a total of eight, everything here is rolling like poop. Um, and uh, these ice things just start flying through, but they're just like bouncing off of your hide armor and your fur and everything. Your fur coat, not your, you don't have fur. Sorry. No, I don't. <laughs> I know. Um, and they're just bouncing around, just shattering into the ground at your feet, but you're able to dodge out of the way. None of these actually slash into you. Ah, um, oh, stop hitting the ice, you guys. <laughs> uh, and now, sorry, it's Lonlin's turn. That's okay. Um, is the puddle still where it was, where it appeared in front of Lizette, or is it gone Absolutely. now? Absolutely. It is totally exactly where it was. Okay. Uh, as Pierre jumps on to Lonlin, she's just going to say, uh, hang on everybody, and she's just going to charge in after Lizette. 
Amazing. Uh, yeah, you charge in, and again, like, there's that sensation of kind of going through, like, diving into water, like, as you break the surface, there's that sensation of hitting a liquid surface, but you're not wet at all. You just, as soon as you hit it, you're, you're dry, you're through on the other side. Lisette is standing right on the other side, and there is this specter uh, with these long claws and, a, like, incredibly long mouth uh, just standing there looking at you, and as you step forward... Why can't we just ever find something nice? Why can't we just find a field of flowers with sunshines and clouds? And she's going to pull her shield as she's talking and she's going to run up and take a few swings at this thing. <laughs> Amazing. That is uh, 25 to hit. That'll, that'll definitely hit. And this is a magical plus one longsword. So that is nine slashing on the first one and i'm going to put okay. a smite into that as well uh i don't is this considered undead or no it is indeed Ooh, okay. considered undead this thing seems like as soon as you see it, you get the sense that this is like some twisted ghost okay so that's three d8 uh, six radiant damage okay Amazing, and yeah. Then my second hit. Uh, ew. Um, I'm going to assume that doesn't hit. Um, uh, what a is... 12? <laughs> a 12 will just hit. Oh my god, okay, great. Um, I'm gonna put another smite into that. So slashing damage first. Uh, that is going to be <laughs> a, a 10 slashing. And then I'm gonna put another smite into that. Um, uh, that's 13 radiant. Thir Ooh, boy. Wow, that is a big chunk of ice that just got carved off of this thing as it, like, uh, yeah, uh, you run forward, grab your shield, and slash, slash, uh, this thing as it does, just, uh, doesn't seem happy about it, but looks pretty rough. Uh, that is a substantial amount of hit points that it just lost. And I'm just gonna talk to Pierre and just be like, just whatever you do, don't let go. And I'm also going to, as my bonus action, sorry, I'm gonna compel duel it. Um, I swear okay. to God, that's it. <laughs> oh, no worries. No, that's great. Uh, wisdom save, right? Uh, yes, 14. Uh, it got a 17. Okay, that's uh, fine. Cool. And, uh, I'll just hold uh, my ground. Okay, perfect. Uh, Cricket, it is now your turn. You have a magical, some something magical in your hands, and people have just disappeared through this weird little floating disc. You know, I really do am starting to trust this ice a lot. <laughs> uh, probably a little too much. Uh, see you guys on the other side. But <laughs> I'm going to leap right on over. Perfect, yeah. Diving into a pool, but emerging bone dry. A weird feeling. Um, and yeah, you see this specter. Uh, it's getting a little tight in space over there. Um, but uh, the specter with Lonlin uh, with her shield out, slashing at it. Uh, Pierre is like riding on her, like in the way, like a kid is like on shoulders, like holding onto the top of like Lonlin's head. Um, and just saying, like, Good, go. Yes, you got this. Um, <laughs> just 
who's shouting encouragement, uh, and Lisette is also there. Uh, just, yeah, standing off to the side, having, like, insulted this thing. Um, Lisette, are you excited to see this thing? How are you feeling about this? Oh, ecstatic. <laughs> I kind of I kind of knew it. I kind of was like, Lisette probably loves this. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, the fingers, the mouth. Oh, she is, she is super into everything this thing's got going on right now. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that is what you see. All right, I'm gonna take the momentum of getting into this thing. Uh, I'm going to see that this uh, this little fella is pretty big, uh, and I'm gonna jump over it and try and like slash at it as I'm um, uh, jumping over top of it. Okay, absolutely, yeah. It is just emerged from the wall, so you can absolutely just kind of like angle yourself and jump past it. Uh, yeah, roll those attacks. Okay, I've also I'm just gonna use my uh, uh, object interaction to switch the uh, the ice sword in, uh, into my main hand. So I'm attacking okay. the ice with that. All right. Uh, oh, no. Two. Well, uh, it really wants me to get an at one on this one. <laughs> <laughs> My first roll with that is an at one, and I don't have anything else to uh, not. Yeah, but. you uh, jump over, you slash down, and as this ice connects with this thing's hard, like, ice shell, the sword in your hand shatters into a thousand pieces. No! Uh, no! Sorry. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, this hurts me. Um, are we surprised? I, I am slightly surprised and more disappointed than anything. <laughs> I want to keep hitting the ice later until another one of these things pop out. Until then, I'm just going to kind of, uh, I guess, two-hand my longsword attack uh, and strike it on the second one. Okay, perfect. Uh, that, that is going to be a 26. A 26 will definitely hit. Perfect. Um, okay, I got a max roll on the dice there, a 10. Uh, I'm also going to be using another of my bardic inspiration to use a, a defensive flourish, uh, deal additional damage, and increase my AC by 7. Ooh, so another 7 damage. Yeah. Awesome. So in total, that is going to be uh, 21 points of damage on my uh, second attack. Wow. Ooh. Uh, yeah, this thing... You jump over it as you're, like, slashing down. The one shatters in your hand, and without even missing a beat, you two-hand the other sword, and just as you're landing, you slash into this thing, uh, and you carve out chunks of it, and it looks at you. Yeah, yeah, you can keep looking at me. Keep looking at me. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to, like, tap my uh, sword a few times, like, on the ice on the ground to make like, just, like a, a faint kind of, like, nice noise but it's really melancholic to show Cricket's inner sadness. And I feel like Lonlon is going to be really inspired by this. <laughs> As I mean, who wouldn't be inspired by melancholic tapping? <laughs> but I'm also like dragging the sword on the ice just to make it like have like that little like extra sharp noise to it, just uh, to, uh, it uh, to, to really emphasize the, the slight sad tap. Richard, this is really important. Um, when you're scraping it on there, are you trying to not scrape the surface? Like, mar are you trying to avoid marking the surface, or are you carving no. a little? No, piece? no, I'm gonna do no. It again. Yes. I'm gonna do it again. All right, roll another D100, please. <laughs> no. Uh, 83. 83. Uh, okay. Um, you. Uh, tap into the ground and you see your reflection appears in the ground below you um, 
and it looks up at you and says, Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, hey there. Nice to see you again. Yeah. Uh, what can I do for you? I can ask, uh, if you want one question answered, I can do that for you. Uh, uh, hold off on maybe uh, 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 six or 12 more seconds. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. I, I can wait for sure. Uh, Glad to have you around again. You're fun. Hey, so are you. <laughs> um, amazing. <laughs> uh, and uh, Chris, it is now your turn. Oh, boy. So did has everybody jumped through this puddle? Uh, other than Salem. Ah, uh, gee. Where do you think they went? And we can't hear anything, hey? Uh, you can just... you. I think by now there's enough people down there. Uh, and you like, can see through it? And... You, can, you can hear it. You can't see through the portal, but you can you can hear things down there. Um, I think they're down that way. It's some sort of portal? Maybe? I... Shit. We, we... I mean, are you going to go through? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'll I'll jump in and see what's up. Amazing. Yeah, you jump in. Uh, you feel that like breaking of the water's surface, and then you appear standing beside uh, Lonlin, who has a Pierre riding on her head. Uh, Cricket is on the other side of this freezing specter in front of you. Uh, what would you like to do? Oh, so this is where the fun's at. Uh, <laughs> I'll pull out my great axe and just go running at it. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I get, I don't have to worry about movement. It's all pretty close. It's all close enough for sure. Ooh, not that good. Uh, it was a 12 to hit. A 12 just First hits. Attack. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> 11 damage. 11 damage. Uh, Second is a 13. Plus six. Amazing. And then nine damage. Okay. As uh, as you carve into this thing twice, uh, it turns its face to you. Oh, you're uh, a big butt, aren't you? <laughs> but as it does so, um, you just slash into it, and you're carving out chunks of it, and its body crumples to the ground. And can you please describe how this thing collapses? Oh. Uh, well, I imagine it might just, like, blow up in a big cloud of snow. <laughs> um, I don't know if that would actually happen, but yeah. No, like it totally it does. Right through the thigh, being short and stuff. <laughs> and then maybe if it, like, goes down on one knee, I'll, like, get it right through the shoulder or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you knock its knee, like, its lower part of its body just falls to the ground. It falls lower. Uh, you stab it into its shoulder, and it as you do, it just explodes in this shower of snowflakes. Um, Listen, your bud, I need these people, all right, to take me to where I gotta go, so we can't eat anybody. I don't know what this point is. <laughs> and it fades away. Um, and uh, would you like to do anything else on your turn? Uh, I think I'll just turn to the group and say, okay, can we not mess with the ice walls anymore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Perfect. And uh, Salem, the rest of your party, you can hear them about 90 feet or so down the tunnel. Uh, friends? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Is everything okay? Yeah, Christopher came and saved us again. <laughs> <laughs> She's so strong! <laughs> Salem's gonna look down at the sword in their hand, shrug, and uh, I guess let it disappear and, and start walking down the tunnel towards the rest of the party. I'm not taking that 
<laughs> Magic portal. <laughs> My luck has been bad enough. <laughs> um, yeah, as you uh, walk Chris will also, like, let out um, a bit of a call for Ovis. It'll sound something like, Ovis! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he can charge down the hall. <laughs> Salem, you hear this, like, stampede sound as, like, it sounds like there's a whole bunch of Ovi uh, running down the hallway towards you, but it's just the reflection of their, the sound on the ice wall. Brr, 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 brr. Um, and uh, it is running kind of right down the center, or he is running right down the center of the hallway. Uh, you can absolutely, like, you could easily get out of the way if you want, or you could try to do some fun, like, Lego I'm, stuff. And I'm gonna slide onto Ovis's back, or I'm gonna uh, attempt to slide onto Ovis's back, just, like, grab the, grab the horns and throw myself back over them. Amazing. Make I'm an getting run over by a goat. <laughs> Sorry. To add on to everything else that I've... Uh, okay. No, I'm getting run over by a sheep. Okay. <laughs> I've got a 10. A 10? Oh, wait, I've got disadvantage. I might roll lower. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just a 10. <laughs> uh, Salem, you uh, like you hear Ovis running. You try to jump and like grab... Uh, Ovis's horns. Ovis has only just met you, uh, and Ovis does not appreciate uh, his horns being grabbed by a stranger. You go to grab his horns, and he just bucks his head. Uh, and as you like, kind of grab his horns, you are thrown into the side of the uh, the tunnel, and you take one point of bludgeoning damage. Uh, as Ovis then just get, like, uh, and like, yeah, Ovis does Mah! not consent. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, just continues running past you, like glaring at you as it runs. Oh, all right. Guess I'll just keep walking. <laughs> um, the rest of you, you all kind of hear Ovis coming, and then you like are able to see Salem get shoved into a wall by Ovis. Uh, and Chris, Ovis comes up to you and is like, murr, 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 "Okay, murr. But, like I know he grabbed at you, but we don't murr. need to hurt the companions, okay?" Murr. Say sorry. Mm. Apologize. Make an animal handling check for me with advantage. <laughs> A natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ovis looks incredibly chastened uh, and turns around towards Salem and pads over. Uh, and then, like, as soon as Salem gets close, Ovis rolls onto uh, his back and, like, sticks his legs up in that way that animals do to show complete subservience. I just kind of looks at you with these big like, eyes. Like a cat? Yeah, like a cat or a dog. Yeah. Okay. Like a big horn sheep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I guess like a big horn sheep. Uh, Salem will reach down and just ruffle Opus's belly fur. That's a good... <laughs> and the leg starts like... Like going back and forth in enjoyment. Trying very hard to make sure I don't get kicked in the chin. Uh, I'll just, I'll just pat, pat Ovis again and say, "No harm, no foul." To stab, not right through the middle of the tunnel next time, please. And uh, continue onwards. So, right, what, what happened? Why is there a puddle in the middle of the? What did you do? It's an ice ghost. It, I, I, I don't know. It's an ice ghost. <laughs> uh, 
as you oh, say, there's an we're ice. We're not still an initiative, right? We're no, we're totally okay. jumped out of initiative. Every all of the enemies are gone, uh, and unless anybody yeah. is continuing to scrape the ice, Richard, I'm just like, like while you guys are all talking to yourselves, Cricket's just like looking down at the ground, just like casually talking, like yeah, no, this has been a kind of a decent day, <laughs> uh, really cold, but like eh, 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 you, you take what you get. How was yeah, your I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes like. Life serves you lemons and you make lemonade. Sometimes life serves serves you like magical cold ice and you make snow cones, I guess. Oh, hey, hey, speaking of that, actually, uh, yeah. make me uh, that sword from earlier, please. Oh, um, see, I, I, well, I can't do that. What I can do is I can answer, um, I, I can answer one question for you um, okay. as, as if you posed uh, the divination spell. Uh, that was a cool sword, though. My that God, was a cool sword. Yeah, yeah but it's made of ice. It's very fragile. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, 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 guys. Um, I'm just talking with my friend again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone looks down. Uh, sailor or uh, cricket's reflection is the kind of only one that is visible again. Um, but this one doesn't seem hostile, and is this one is fully upside down in the uh, ice below you. Uh, and as you kind of look down, uh, the the cricket reflection just waves and smiles, but you can't hear it say anything. So uh, I kind of messed up the last time. Um, any of y'all have a suggestion for what to ask this time? <sighs> well, we want it to lead us to the the source of all this. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the best. It it, it can. <laughs> it just need to figure out how to word it so <laughs> I actually do it, kind of thing. How do I can work? You, can you, does it have to be phrased in the form of a question, or can we just tell it something? I'm not going to ask that because it'll answer. You know what? I'll give you that one for free. I'll give you that one for free. Oh, I can. I can still hear. It needs to be phrased in the form of a question. It's a bit of a divine ritual thing. Um, it's kind of like divinatory magic that's been happening. Uh, I'm kind of beholden to it, unfortunately. So I can't really offer you any more information other than saying that you look great. Hi! You, you too as well, right over there. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, so you're correct. It has to be answered in the form of a question, Salem. And I think the word that you're looking for is may. Right? Is that correct? Lisette, you're the wordy one. Oh, uh, sorry. I've been entirely distracted by how utterly interesting this all is. I mean, the ice keeps just projecting these phenomena. It's really quite impressive. Um, but, uh, it's, it's sort of like the, the, the Sphinx problem or the genie problem or whatever. Like, I don't know. Ask it where we should go. Where this all started. Uh, yeah. yeah. Show us the way to where this all started. See, again, unfortunately, it needs to be a question. That's a statement. Uh, that's a bit of a command and oh, order. I can't really do anything with that. I'm sorry. I'm trying to help you out, but there's only so much I can do. I'm sorry. May you tell us exactly where it started and the directions to get to where it started? Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah all there right. we go. We got it. Now I, I'm liking what you're doing. All right. So, you know, you're the brains of the operation. I know that. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, but... I they can't hear you say that, though. No, they don't need to. I'm telling you. You're the one, like, 
you're the one who needs to hear this. Like, I know this. And you're also the one who doesn't know, need to hear it because you know it already. Oh, uh, you know me too well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, this started. Uh, it's about uh, another like three junctions down. Uh, there is a, a new branch of the mine. Um, they are kind of looks like they were tracing one of the uh, glacier erratics. Um, it's a it's a big boulder that's been trapped in the ice for centuries. Uh, that's been slowly moved because the ice moves. Uh, I didn't know if you know this, but glaciers are not actually like stagnant and still. They're actually always moving and pushing against things. And they uh, like by the force of the glacier, they can move these incredibly huge rocks that would take either incredibly powerful magic or you know what? I'm getting off topic. Anyway, they uh, they had a. Uh, looks like a new tunnel. They're going around the outside of this glacial erratic, uh, mining it for some of the good ore that they were looking for. And they came across, um, looks like some old ruins. And uh, when they kind of dug into these ruins, they found that there was a, ah, well, I don't know. It looks like some sort of like ring that fell out. Um, the the miners uh, all kind of rejoiced. One of them seemed incredibly drawn to the rings uh, and uh, or into the ring, put it on. Um, and uh, yeah, that all, that's pretty much where it started is right by that glacial erratic uh, in the ruins. And uh, you, uh, yeah, if you head, uh, okay, now here's the important part. You're going to want to say this out loud so that other people can hear it. All right. Well, I've been saying all of this out loud. Okay. Uh, I've basically oh. been like repeating everything kind of softly so I can still be listening. But Perfect. I trust that uh, everyone can still hear what I'm saying. Amazing. Uh, all right. So you're going to go uh, through the next junction. You're going to go straight. Then you're going to go right. Then you're going to go left. And then there's one more junction. All right. And it's going to look like you want to go to the right because that's like the newest one. But you wanna, you're going to want to go straight. All right. Uh, and as long as you get there, there uh, you'll know you get there because there will be a wall of ice in front of you with a bunch of runes. Uh, magically carved into it. So once you see the runes, are uh, you good? Um, it looks like that's about all the information I can give you. Um, I can kind of feel myself fading away. Uh, last thing I wanted to say, Cricket, I love you. I love me too. <laughs> <laughs> and the reflection fades away and just kind of not really like shatters or anything, just fades out as if it is losing substance. Uh, and again, you're all left without reflections i mean there's there, you should definitely have some self-love but that was very strange to watch um, yeah you know what i kind of regret saying that a lot of that stuff it felt weird but <laughs> i mean it's uh have yourself say um, straight right left straight yeah mm -hmm. yeah okay uh also, I completely forgot something. Um, after one of the things happened, uh, I need a few DC 13 charisma saves, please. Um, I need no. charisma saves from anybody who hit the freezing specter. Um, because... Uh, That's me. All right. You get a plus three as well. <laughs> Chris does? Yeah. Yeah, because you're right beside oh, hey. uh, Lonlin. Save? Uh, charisma save. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm good. Yep. Yeah, 17. You're fine. 17, you're fine. Oh, 
Oh god, you're all making my editing life so horrible as it's just gonna like everything is gonna be keeping. Amazing. yeah, and uh Lonlin. Lonlin, can you make me a uh Christmas saving throw as well? I'm not sure if you already did. I did. I also got a dirty 20. Oh my god. It's okay, you know. Let's That's the name of our podcast. He said the name. He said the name. Amazing. So none of you take force damage uh, as you hit this thing. Uh, I I just need to try to remember that. There's a lot of of effects that happened. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, you hit this and there was kind of this feeling as you hit the specter that you needed to like have like a yeah, force of your personality uh, to rebuff something, but it was no problem for any of you. Uh, and yeah, then the reflection that was talking to Cricket faded away. Now I'm back to being sad. <laughs> you shouldn't be sad. You you had a special moment with that sword, and now that time in the sun with that sword has ended. So you should just remember the good times you had. Yeah, like that one time stabbing I, uh... it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That one stab I did was really good. That was a really good stab. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, maybe further in the cave, I can find you a little icicle or something. I'll accept that too. Yeah. Then it'll be like the same thing. Maybe sturdier though. <laughs> Probably knowing my luck. Anyway, uh, shall we head off? Uh, uh, there's some also, but the the runes. Uh, are we going to need to do some kind of puzzle? You uh so oh no puzzle <laughs> <laughs> my worst fear <laughs> as you continue walking you are all able to follow the directions very easily um and again that like wind is emanating uh but now it's becoming a little bit harder to distinguish exactly where it's f- coming from uh looks like the tunnels are a little bit more close together a little bit more of a rabbit warren um. And eventually you do come uh, to kind of the last junction and you see that there is a junction to the right. It looks like a brand new tunnel and it is um, it's only ice on three sides, basically right up against the left side of the tunnel uh, going down to the right is like rock. It is some sort of boulder. And you can see that that also continues if you were to continue front or straight, which is the direction that you were told. Vamanos, I guess. Lead on. All oh. right. I believe. All right. Well, I... you know that you, you and uh, Lonlin at least are the sturdy ones. And I suppose our new friend here. I believe in you. I believe in all of you. You want you want me to walk up there with you? Yeah, yeah. let's uh, side by side. And thank you, Pierre. That, that means a lot. Yes, of course. Um, perfect. You uh, walk down the uh, the, that straight tunnel, uh, the glacial erratic, the boulder is on your right hand side, uh, but all of the other sides are that incredibly reflective glass like ice that still does not have any of your reflections in it. Um, as you're walking, uh, you see like lots of markings of people mining 
the actual rock here uh, and you see like veins of mineral running through the rock it seems like this is a rich boulder some sort of uh like there's a huge amount of ore of like gemstones and gold and stuff running through here and i don't care if those don't actually coexist naturally this is a magic world uh and so we have gold and gemstones in the same boulder um and uh you can see lots of the signs of mining and as you continue walking you begin to see the signs of like uh old um like stonework you see some carvings have been done and you see a bunch of um runic shapes in the actual stone itself stonework um, you say i do say stonework uh Lonlin yeah. will look to her fellow dwarf companion and uh say yeah fancy a closer look yeah i mean i haven't been down here in a while but uh <laughs> uh yeah let's uh take a glance there and i'll just like look over to like see what she's doing or what they're doing and try to mimic that because I don't really I haven't really studied rocks and stuff but like <laughs> I'll take a look I'll just like lean my nose in and be like yeah uh but I would say with that yeah you can definitely uh you have advantage for sure um I think you would already have it normally because of dwarven stonework anyway yeah uh, I think I remember that yeah so I think both of you if you wanted to you could both roll uh a uh I would just say stone work, I guess would probably be like, uh, it would definitely have your proficiency. And I think you could make the case either way that it would be wisdom or intelligence, whichever you would prefer. It does say intelligence. Oh, it does. Yeah. Never mind. All yeah. right. Then in that case, it uh, it is intelligence. All right. Minus one. Come on. <laughs> straight intellect. Uh, you would you would add your proficiency because of uh, dwarven stuff. I'm even if you don't, I'm just gonna say you do. That's a nine. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nine. <laughs> uh, these are old carvings. These carvings have been in here for a while. The big thing you notice is that they're not carved in uh, dwarvish. Um, Lonlin, I know you do speak giant. Um, so you can you can read that these are at one point like these are giant runes um that have been carved in here but uh there's not really any sense you can get of the culture of the giants or exactly how long ago this was or anything like that but that's kind of the major takeaway is that this was indeed like giant carving interesting i can't get did he, i can't get much from this but these seem to be giant runes I mean, the the size of them aren't giant. Wait, are are they are they the size of giants? <laughs> uh, they are. They they are definitely like you get the sense that this is like carved by some sort of giant. So these are giant runes in both sense that <laughs> they are large <laughs> in size and also by giants. Oh, you can read giant. That's yeah. cool. I can barely read it in dwarvish. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do I know anything, like, any of the history of this tunnel? Like, uh, I would say for this, make me here? just a straight-up uh, history check. Um, uh, I think, you know, it makes sense. Do it with advantage, because this is your home tunnel, and you used to play around these tunnels and kind of dare each other. Uh, 12. 
a 12. Yeah. Um, it's a tunnel through glacier. Uh, you like, there's a whole bunch of different erratics in here, boulders of a whole bunch of different shape and size and history. Uh, I don't think you really know very much about this one in particular, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. This one is probably a little bit newer. Actually, this one is probably like, since you've, since you left is probably when they started excavating this area. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't been down here before. Like I've been in some of the tunnels, but no, not this one. Never seen this before. Mm -hmm. What was uh, that? Are these magic? Like, I don't know runes, but they're magical, aren't they? Supposedly. Are, wait, are they magic? Is that rude? Is that insensitive for me to say if all runes are magic? <laughs> I, I mean, the runes can't really... They don't really have feelings, so I don't think that you can hurt their feelings. <laughs> uh, Lizette, if you want to try to read, you could try to make an arcana check to see if you can pick up any sort of magical incantation or anything on this. Or anybody else could as well. If someone else wants to help, you could roll with advantage. M me or London? Uh Whoever wants to. Uh, but I'm not they're... rolling, nope. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I think you also still have my bardic inspiration. Has it been 10 minutes yet? Oh, no, it definitely. Ha it's probably been like, it's probably coming to the end of that 10 minutes, but uh, like maybe it's been like eight or nine. Quick, everybody, oh. use your, uh, use uh, my beautiful music. The melancholy tapping. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet, sweet sounds of body percussion. Yeah. Um, um, Lizette will make a whatever check to figure out what the to make some kind of sense of the runes okay yeah uh, arcana check i think uh arcana. to arcana to see if, it, if you can figure out what if it is magical and what sort of magic it does or it would just be history to see if you can just read it whichever you'd prefer oh history all right yeah um and then sorry what was the what's the the dice for the inspiration a d8 i believe right richard yes that was me sorry a d8 yeah. Oof. Okay. Um. Uh. <laughs> matter? That's gonna be a big roll. Yeah, sorry, that was a really disgusting snort laugh. But that's a thirty-three. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that that absolutely tracks for Lizette and history. Um, that's not even maxed out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lizette is. What do you have for history? It's like plus. 12 or something it's plus 11 yeah <laughs> amazing what what i can't do in speed i make up for in knowing things <laughs> knowing literally everything i know yeah. everything <laughs> um lisette it is almost like uh seeing the matrix kind of thing of like you like look <laughs> at it and you start seeing like the words scrolling past and you're like reading sections that have been fully broken away and carved away. Like as soon as you start looking at it, you get the sense, like, you know, exactly what this is. Um, most of these that you're seeing in the stonework are um, like, they're more kind of like decorative or they're like kind of almost like prayers of um, protection kind of thing of like by carving in a, uh, like a set, certain set of runes, it's not so much a magical, but a superstitious um, protection. Uh, you also know that with a 33 history, um, 
this comes from the same uh, civilization that predated um, what uh, like what Bleak Spire is built on. This is some ancient giant civilization. Um, with a thirty-three, you know that the particular like inflections that they're using on some of the runes, some of like the angle of some of the the strokes uh, that they've been carved in, you know that these are uh, frost giant runes and um, some uh, world history as well is that um, most giants in the world are essentially gone. Like no one really uh, has actually seen a giant civilization in centuries. Um, And you know that the frost giants uh, were some of the, early, early settlers around Bleak Spire um, that were um, at one point almost like wiped out by cloud giants uh, who kind of came in and took over them, uh, claiming that like by doing so, they were proving their worth in the ordining. And um, most of the cloud giants or cloud giant civilization that kind of came about after that which is what Bleak Spire is built on. It was a cloud giant fortress. Um, the frost giant stuff, a lot of, or a lot of what the cloud giants do did was just build on top of frost giant structures. Usually they would take things down to the foundations and then rebuild them. Um, but you don't get a sense of any cloud giant influence in what you're reading. And I think as you're kind of like reading through, you're seeing that this is some sort of like ancient cloud or frost giant uh civilization and you get this information that floods into you from you don't know where as soon as you start reading this you know that these were evil beings in the basic sense of the word in like the in the true sense of what an evil being is like these were evil beings and they were very much set on conquest and wanting to freeze the entire world um a lot of this information that kind of floods into your mind isn't actually even something that you're seeing it's just that as you read it uh you get this like opening awareness as information floods in from the library from the archives and you know that this was some sort of evil civilization that had desired to freeze the entire world So I'm. So, whoever, whatever civilization was this trying to protect them from something? Is that what I'm gathering? Um, so you get the sense like they are kind of like those like inscriptions on the floor are kind of like almost like a prayer wheel or something that you would put up or like uh, I forget what they're called, but in the Jewish faith, uh, you've got those uh, prayer things that hang right beside the door that people uh like will uh kiss on their way out um so it's like a like a religious protection sort of like a um like an evil eye kind of thing it is except that this is specifically protecting against good aligned creatures okay yeah um it's kind of like their civilization is built on being like evil in the like elemental sense of evil um, and so for them, their enemies are the good things. Okay. So it's like a ward. It's a ward, but it, okay. yeah. And I think like with the history check, you get the sense that most of what you're seeing 
it, like what you're seeing is not actually like a magical ward. It is more very much like a a prayer ward. Like it's kind of like by carving it, you're hoping for it, but you're not actually infusing it with magic. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, to answer your question, Nolan, it's not quite arcana. It's it's uh, more of a, a holy situation. From what I gather, some kind of evil civilization of giants was to protect itself from adventurers, do good as <laughs> us, I guess. Not too much to gather there, other than we are in um, sort of a den of bad intention. Oh, well, these runes aren't really working very well, are they? <laughs> it's not. I mean, well, I mean it, several things have tried to attack us, so it might be working. Oh, that's true. Did you get any sort of sense at how long ago these markings were made? Like how old the civilization is? It's probably in the realm of like 1500 to 2000 years. It seems pretty ancient. Um, it, it, by, by human lifespans, it's, it's probably pretty, pretty old. Um, by peers, lifespan it's neanderthal almost oh yes i i mean if it's more than 200 years we probably didn't even have speech how unfortunate did you yeah. recently evolve i assume so i i mean oral tradition and all that uh we only got writing as a civilization or as a society about 150 years ago so i assume we just kind of uh weren't weren't even able to speak before then Wow. The more that you tell me about your species, the sadder I get. Oh, I apologize. I shall never say another word. No. Oh. It's just, we, we're we happy that you're here and you're, you're expanding your livelihood. I am too. Ah, this was a very refreshing uh, adventure. Yeah, we're definitely not done yet. <laughs> um... So, is there a way to get rid of these uh, uh, runes, uh, Lizette? Uh, the runes that you're seeing, are they are just like carved into the stone right now. Um, you haven't yet come across like the kind of wall of ice with the magic runes carved into them. Oh, just kidding. Okay. Yeah, yeah. From what I gather, there's, we don't really need to destroy them. It's basically just a... It's basically just poetry at this point. It's not doing anything. <laughs> I see. Shall anyone we... have a sneaking idea that there might be a frost giant here at the end of this uh, pathway? I do mind knocking on some wood real quick because uh, please don't. <laughs> I'm gonna knock on Cricket's head. I. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna walk on. No, I just, <laughs> I just like after. to be prepared. Okay. I just, I just want to be best prepared. It's an admirable, um, to be prepared is, is admirable. I, 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 though I'm not quite sure if it's going to be a frost giant, I do am very sure that whatever is going to be at the end of this tunnel is not going to be pleasant. And it's quite not going to be happy to see us. Yeah, not happy that we're I just, down here. I had, should I take a nap then real quick? Because I don't feel like very, I'm very inspiring right now. Let's maybe uh, 
get to the other wall first or get to the junction or something. Yeah, oh, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, let's go. I still got spells. I still got I still got abilities. I can swing a sword. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. All right. So uh, the five of you walk forward a little bit past the, or like with the stone still on your right-hand side, uh, you continue forward. And after about four more minutes, uh, you come to a wall of ice. Um, but as soon as you get like within sight of it, you know that this is some sort of like, this is very much magical ice. Uh, and you can see swirling runes uh, coating the surface, glowing with a electric blue light. Um, the runes that you see um, are, a dis they convey like a disquieting feeling, um, something wrong that you can't really name. Um, as you look at it, like more like the more you look at it the more your skin begins to crawl and you feel shivers of cold and fear and loneliness run down your spine um as you approach um you look at this ice wall uh that is emanating like such a clear sense of magic um and you look in and it's kind of as if you are looking through a slightly opaque, like thick pane of glass uh, and you see figures uh, on the ground uh, in some sort of like, they look like they're in a position of pain, um, but you can just see like kind of their silhouette through the ice in front of you. And as you look in there, uh, we will take a quick little break and we'll come back and discuss what happens. The Dirty Twenties Podcast is sponsored this week by Tinny Van Doodles, Oodles of Doodles, purveyors of the cutest and cuddliest doodle dogs in all of Esune. If you have dreams of being a beast master but have always been held back by your severe allergies. Tinny Van Doodles, Oodles of Doodles, has the answer for you. In addition to being the cutest, cuddliest little puppers in the world, all of our fluffy doggos have been bred to be hypoallergenic. No more giving away your stealthy position with sneezes, or having your spells fizzle because your congestion impeded your diction. Our dogs are incredibly intelligent, easily trained, and, as an added bonus, their hypoallergenic fur has been imbued with a permanent casting of prestidigitation, so they'll always smell fresh and feel clean, regardless of what they roll in. The decision to adopt a puppy is a serious one and should always be given proper consideration. Do not adopt a puppy if you are not prepared to care for it as an adult dog. Dogs, companions, and friends, please do not endanger them by bringing them into the monster's cave. If for some reason you cannot care for your dog, we will happily accept them back and rehome them. Tinny Van Doodles, Oodles of Doodles, the cutest and cuddliest dogs in all of Esune. We are also sponsored this week by the Skirwerod Housing Commission. If you are a hard-working person looking for a quiet life outside of the bustle of the big city, and you love looking out over a field of ice stretching to the horizon, 
consider buying a house in Skjorvelart. We are a thriving mining community, but we'd be happy to work with you to figure out exactly how you might best fit within our community, even if you have no desire to ever pick up a pickaxe. If you're looking to live somewhere beautiful in the fresh mountain air, consider Skjorvelart. It'll be ice to meet you. Well, welcome back from break, everyone. Thank you so much. We are back. We have just arrived in front of this magic wall of ice with these glowing runes on top of them, through which our adventurers can see figures and forms, uh, almost like silhouettes through opaque glass uh, on the ground through the wall. What would you guys like to do? Well. Uh, Chris is just going to reach her hand out to... Cricket's uh, shoulder and just say, "Don't smash this ice quite yet." Fair <laughs> point. I'll wait. <laughs> so how do we purchase kind of thing? Can uh, the smart one, you, Lizette, can you can you read these runes too, or can I? <laughs> uh, I would say for this, you could definitely read uh, with the amount of languages you speak. Um, I, I'm pretty certain you you read all of these, um, but uh, there are runes in Giant and Abyssal. There are also some runes um, that have a Druidic influence. Um, there's not really a Druidic language, but there are kind of runes that Druids use, um, and you see a few of those uh, floating amongst these like swirling runes on the ice. If you want to decipher what the runes are saying, uh, whoever wants to could make an Arcana check. Uh, and if or if two people roll. are proficient with Arcana, uh, one could roll with advantage. I, I can I can do the the check. <laughs> All right. If anyone wants to help, they don't have to, but they can. <laughs> I don't have, but I have check full trade. <laughs> uh, that is yeah. the um God Meryl. <laughs> well, that's really smart, but Elliot isn't. Um, that's a that's a sixteen. Yes, it's a sixteen. A sixteen. Uh, so as you're looking at this, you it's hard to get a sense of exactly what this is doing, what these runes are uh, magically doing. But uh, kind of with a sixteen, I think what you can pick up on is that very much they have to do with. Um, like cold and uh, controlling weather, but you know that there's an element that you're missing, but you you don't know what you're missing. Hmm. It, it's mostly more of the the same, I guess. It's it's all about cold and ice and freezing. Is I mean, you've probably gathered from the environment that we're currently in. Is there anything that would like direct us in a certain way to, on how to proceed? Uh, yeah, um, I think with a 16, uh, the other thing I think you notice on the Arcana is that some of the runes, um, it's not so much that they've been, um, like disfigured. It's as if they've been changed somehow. Um, and you get the sense that the runes aren't, uh, fully like, what they're they're not doing exactly what they're supposed to do um and you get the sense that you might be able to 
like I think with the 16, um, this isn't like because the runes aren't perfect, it hasn't been able to do exactly what it wanted to do. Um, I think the other thing you could do in order to kind of get a bit of a like a little bit more sense, uh, you could just make an investigation check. Um, anybody who wants to, or you can make an insight check as well, I would allow to kind of get a, a feel. Um, I'll make an investigation check. All right. That is a 22. A 22. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Anybody going to try to do any other checks or uh, we're just sticking with the investigation? Uh, for shits and giggles, I'll insight. Okay. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. That's a 12. A 12. Uh, it's a big old wall of, wall of ice. Uh, it looks like it's cold. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> with a 22, um, you, I think, uh, as you continue looking at this, you're still not certain what it is about this, uh, like these ritualistic uh, ruin ruins that you're seeing um, that you're missing. You're not certain exactly what it is that you're missing, but I think with a 22 of investigation, you see as well that kind of like hidden at first is that there is the outline of a roughly humanoid form that has been made by some of these runes. Uh, it's such kind of like a dense script that you didn't notice it at first. But as you begin looking, you begin to see like, well, why does this come up in this way? And why does, why does it come across then like this? And why did these ones here, they're kind of written in like almost like a circle. Um, and as you kind of like look at it and you maybe step back to take it in a little bit more, you realize that there is the form of some sort of humanoid uh, in the ice. And I think uh, you see that um, with that investigation, there's like two runes that need, that should connect that aren't connecting right yet. Um, and I think you're not certain exactly what would make those connect, but you do get the sense that this is kind of unfinished. Does it look like they were interrupted or just not finished? Uh, I think with a 22, you get the sense like the magic has been corrupted in some sort of way. Um, and maybe I don't think it necessarily looks like someone was interrupted. It just seems like maybe whatever they drew kind of changed after they after it was drawn or made or summoned or however these runes appeared. Hmm. Right. So does it look like someone was here before us? Uh, no, these, uh, these are very much like magical glowing runes. Like they are like carved into the ice, but in the, they're not actually, I guess they're not actually carved. They are in the ice as if they're an, an innate part of it. Okay. Um, as if they're part of this ice wall. Um, and you can see that there are those forms on the ground. Um, and you get the sense that this ice wall is maybe only like six inches thick as opposed to like a full, like solid block of ice or something um and you do get the sense that you might well be able to do some sort of like dispel on this ice in order to kind of get through it hmm. so it's a it doesn't look that thick it looks about yeah only like six inches thick okay i'm gonna cast shatter on it <laughs> <laughs> no prep just do okay uh 
I'm just going to I'm just going to say as Lisette begins to like cast her incantation the rest of you do see Lisette beginning to cast a now very familiar spell. Do any of you say anything? Run! <laughs> Back up and hide behind my shield. <laughs> the ground somewhere like not in the party's party's vicinity. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll take a step back with Ovis and <laughs> Ovis has Ovis and I have this like defense sort of uh, position that we know very well where he just sort of squats down like sits down on the ground and tucks his head around and then I like shimmy up against his body behind him so he's like this wall and mm. I get to just like, lay behind him and then he curls his head and his his horns like sort of around and over top of me so <laughs> I'm nice and protected nice yeah, uh, Lisette, you cast Shatter on this wall of ice, um, and you watch as the wall <laughs> echoing sounds through the tunnels. Um, the wall cracks and splinters and breaks apart, and you see as it does that form, that humanoid form that was outlined remains where it was. Um, and the wall around it collapses and shatters to the ground, but the runes stay floating in the air where they were. Um, and that humanoid form, as you shatter it, um, you see a crack appear across the ice and it connects those two runes that were unconnected before. And as this magic flows into this thing, you watch as this form steps forward uh, and as it does, it kind of grows in volume. Uh, what was once six inches thick becomes like almost two feet thick as this humanoid form, probably about, uh, yeah, probably about nine. No, it's probably more. It's probably like 11 feet tall uh, steps forward and you see a ice golem step forward this big hulking creature made of ice and as it animates it looks to you and you hear in your head what is your deepest desire uh and then as you hear that this thing begins running towards you everyone please roll initiative oh my god <laughs> i got a 16 <laughs> oh my god lisette all right. Oh, it's better than dirty twenty. <laughs> uh, so, Lisette. Sorry, what was that? I got a nat one for cricket. No, we're not playing with like surprise or anything. Like you don't lose your turn <laughs> on a nat one, so you're just going that. last. You're just definitely going last. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Pierre got a four. Okay. Uh, Pierre, uh, is uh, Lonlin, I'll, I'll allow you to adjudicate this. Is Pierre still on Lonlin's shoulders and head? I mean, he didn't climb down, so I'm assuming <laughs> he's still with me. <laughs> Amazing. Um, perfect. Uh, Lonlin, speaking of Lonlin, what did you get? I got a 19. Nice. Lonlin got a 19. Uh, Chris, what did you get? 15. 15. And Salem? Got an 11. All right. Perfect. Uh, this thing animates, asks you what your deepest desire is. 
and then starts running towards you. And Lonlin, it is your turn first. Sorry, just for clarification, who did we all hear that voice in our uh, head? You all heard that voice in your head. Uh, as it starts rushing us, I'm going to come meet it with my sword and shield. Um, <laughs> actually, can before I do that, can I use like I don't know if it counts as an item interaction. I'm just gonna like pluck Pierre off and just like set him down <laughs> on the ground and then rush in. <laughs> I would absolutely call that an object interaction. Oh yes, of course. Sorry. Yep. I'll I'll jump off. Uh, and Pierre does a little like frog hop onto the ground. <laughs> I just I just want to make sure you're okay. And then I'm gonna go. I, I appreciate it. Uh, take some swings at this thing. All right. Um, that is a twenty-two on the first swing. Uh, 22 will hit. Okay, so that is a 12th magical slashing. I believe it's slashing. Yeah, slashing. Okay. And then on the second hit, um, ooh, I'm going to assume that doesn't hit. A uh, 15? A 15 does not hit. As you just, okay. you like swing into it, you try to bring your, your sword out and carve into it, and it just kind of like moves its shoulder and you slice into ice and just scrape across okay and then um yeah i'm just going to stand there and that's my turn okay uh yeah longlin rushes forward puts herself in between the big ice golem and the rest of you uh and lisette it is now your turn okay Please don't I'm, cast Shatter. I'm not going to cast Shatter. I am going to cast Summon Abjuration. Okay. God damn it. Absolutely. Hey, this uh, one is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you summoning? Um, hmm. uh, let's do another Beholderkin. <laughs> Mistress, welcome back. Thank you for summoning me. Um, and you watch as, again, this, like, big, like, fleshy thing with hundreds of mouths and eyes appears in front of you, uh, looks towards, uh, like, this big ice golem. Uh, you see a bunch of its mouths. Well, you assume that they're smiling. It could well be that they're frowning, but they're upside down. But a bunch of these mouths smile, and you watch as, like, a big tongue comes out of kind of, like, the big central mouth. Uh, and licks its lips and says, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, and is going to start moving forward. Hmm? Is, it, is this Gloria? Is this the same one? It is Gloria. Is Gloria? Okay, cool. Yeah. Gloria, um, I, I think we discussed this last time. Maybe call it on the whole mistress thing. You're, you're... Whatever. Um, just use your iron. Lady. Nope, that's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> you just made it so much worse. I don't know how you did it, but you did. Uh, just use your eye rays and try to keep quiet. I shall be quiet like the grave. Um, and uh, flies forward and begins using their eye rays. Wait, do I roll for that? Yeah? Yes, you do. Cool. Um, the first one was two. Yep. The first one is, uh, that's a 22. 22 will hit. And a 18. Uh, an 18 will also hit. Okay, cool. One is, one is, pull up it. 
Mm, okay. That. Um, first attack is 23 plus the spell level psychic. What is that? Uh, so if you cast it at first level, it does one psychic damage. If you cast it at second level, it does two psychic damage. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so that is 14 for the first one. Okay. And 15 for the second one. Okay. Uh, perfect. Uh, yeah. Uh, Grace appears, uh, smiles at you, and looks at this thing. And what do Grace's eye rays look like? Oh, uh, Gloria. Gloria. I'm sorry, Gloria. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm assuming that it looks quite similar to uh, Lizette's Eldritch Blast, but way wetter. <laughs> I don't like that I said it like that, but it's, it's, it's less like ink dropping into water and more just like straight up ink. Oh, gross and amazing. <laughs> Fine line that was that draws. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Lizette, as uh, Gloria rushes forward, uh, the final thing Gloria says is This is like one of my kittens. Um, and uh, that is what you hear is that this is like one of Gloria's kin in some way. Uh, and Chris, it's now your turn. Oh boy. Um, you've just seen uh, this ice golem appear, and then you've also seen a weird, like, collection of mouths and eyes appear in front of Lisette. Call her mistress, and then call her milady, uh, and then fly forward and shoot two inky eye rays of gross wetness at this uh, ice golem. Yeah, you know, I'm starting to not even be surprised by this anymore, <laughs> uh, which is a good thing. Um, I would like to peel out and jump over my uh, my sheep pal <laughs> and while running straight at this guy, bonus action rage, pull out my great axe, and I am going to attack attack. All right. All right, this attack is a 23. 23 yeah. will hit. I'll just roll. Uh, and then a, oh, 18 for the second one. Okay, uh, 18 will also hit. Okay, so damage, 6 plus 5, oh my god, why? Hmm. 6 plus 5. <laughs> <laughs> 11. And then 15 on the second Uh 15 will miss, unfortunately, as you just- Sorry, 15 damage. Oh, 15 damage, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I rolled to hit both right. of them in a row, and then I rolled damage, sorry. Nope, nope, that's my bad, not thinking properly. Um, plus attack, attack. I've already used my bonus action. Um, that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, you run forward at this thing um, and boof, boof, carve into it. And uh, as you do, Salem, it is your turn. Uh, here we go again. <laughs> uh, and Shadow Blade for the possibly last time. Uh, and straight out with the Shadow Blade. Okay. Amazing. I've got a 15 to hit. 15, unfortunately. Uh, your shadow blade hits the side of this thing and just deflects in like kind of like a weird reflection of shadow. And that is Salem. Okay. 
uh, are you up in the mix or are you? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, no, I would yeah. have thrown it. I yeah, would have okay. definitely thrown the shadow blade to stay a little bit further away. Okay, cool, cool, awesome. Uh, next up, it is the ice golem who's going to go. Uh, the ice golem uh, is going to step forward, uh, looking at uh, Lonlin and Chris, who are right up in front of it. And uh, actually, also Lizette, how close would you have been to it? Do you think? Um, not that close, because I would have okay. made Gloria get close. Okay, perfect. Uh, well, so wait, this... I was next to the wall when it came out of it, so probably actually close. Okay. Because I touched the All wall right. to be better. All right, perfect. Yeah, uh, you. Uh, so you're up close with it. This thing looks around. Uh, and again, you just hear, my desire is ever cold. Uh, and then just, poof, you see kind of like an echoing version of the shatter that was cast as ice shards explode out from this thing. Uh, Gloria, Lisette, Chris, and Longland, can you each please make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw? Emperor plus threes. Would you call this an effect? Uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is definitely something that you could, um, like apply your, uh, danger sense or whatever it is for. Yeah, I get advantage. Yeah. Four. Uh, four. All right. Sixteen. Sixteen, you just make it. You'll take half damage. Thirteen. Thirteen, you'll take four damage. And what about for Gloria? Dexterity saving throw. Oh, just to clarify, Gloria does not get the plus three. She's not my friend. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Uh, well, she does not need it. Uh, she got a 17. Okay. Uh, Gloria uh, is able to kind of just like, I don't know, as these ice shards explode outwards, like you watch as Gloria's form kind of like, it's like stretchy cheese and like sections of the ice shards just fly through what used to be Gloria's body before Gloria reforms into this mass. Um, it is going to be one moment. Uh, so it is going to be, uh, 33 points of piercing damage on a failure and, uh, 24 cold damage. Uh, I'm down. Sorry, I'm sorry. How much damage was it? Sorry. Uh, 33 piercing and 24 cold. Um, I'm going to, and that's if you, that's if you fail, if you fail, if you um, succeed, it'll be, uh, 16 and 12. Okay. Uh, sorry. One sec. I'm going to use my reaction, uh, to take Lizette's damage. I'm going to use a aura of the guardian. Yes. Amazing. I got um, a math now. Sorry. One sec. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, and, uh, Chris, because you are raging, it's. Uh, you succeeded as well, right, Chris? Or no, you failed? Uh, I was just going to ask, uh, Toby, there was a plus three that you mentioned. Did I have that plus three too, or no? You did, yes. You're, you're, okay. you're okay. Longland's friend. That would have bumped me up to a 16, so if that makes Perfect. sense. Yeah, so that's a success, so it would be okay. uh, for the piercing damage, you would instead actually only take uh, eight points of piercing damage. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like total 28, and then... Uh, well, the you you uh, are you a bear totem 
uh, or like a totem warrior, rather? I, uh, I don't know. Uh, what's your subclass of barbarian? I don't know. I don't know where that where it would say that. Um, I guess. Uh, yeah, if you're um, if you're a totem warrior, it would have everything. If you're not a totem warrior, oh, you take the full no battle rager. Battle rager. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So um, it'll be um, the twelve cold uh, yeah. will be what you take plus eight uh, piercing okay, after so after rage. Yeah. So it's twenty damage. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know I've asked this like twenty billion times. Uh, full damage. What is that again for Lizette? No worries. Uh, Thirty three uh, piercing and twenty four cold. So that would be fifty seven total. Um. Uh, that's exactly my HP, including the damage I took, so I'm technically down. Oh my god, okay. Ah! Wow. Oh god. Uh, but Lizette is still up. You take mm-hmm. all of the damage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lizette, you barely, like, this thing explodes, you're not prepared for it, but before you can even react, uh, Lonlin steps in front of you, between you and it, uh, and all of these ice shards impact into her body and then you watch as she collapses to the ground uh, uh, and uh, the ice golem uh, just looks and um, is going to step uh, uh, it's actually just going to stay exactly where it is um, and uh, it is now uh, Sailor, or it's now Pierre's turn okay and then Cricket uh Pierre's gonna look a little panically, uh, and then, you know, Pierre's had a good life. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> no! No! no it's okay, I've had a good life. Then... You've given me a blessing. Pierre is going to run up and then do the help action, uh, and then I guess a standard action help as well, so the next two attacks out of it then? Is, is that how that works? Uh, yeah, I would allow that. I would also say, um, because Longlin will be rolling death saves, one of those helps could be on Longlin as well. Uh, Cricket's gonna say, don't worry, Pierre, I got her! <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, so yeah, Pierre is gonna give advantage on the next two attacks against this thing. Um, and, uh, Cricket, it is now your turn. Mass healing word! <laughs> uh, get back up here, Longlin, you're not done yet! We need you! Don't die on us! Um, uh, I'm gonna give everyone I can heal six people. Uh, <sighs> one on that before. Uh, five health to everyone who's really taking that. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, I can only target six, so I guess I'm targeting Lonlin, Lizette. Um, you don't really need to get me. I'm only missing a little bit. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll hit me with it as well, just so I can go full. Uh, and then Chris, have you taken damage? Oh yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll heal you up for a little bit more as well then. I mean, Gloria also took a little damage. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll heal Gloria as well. For <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, Lizette, just to confirm, uh, Gloria, because Gloria succeeded, would have taken uh, 18 and or sorry, uh, 16 and 12. Would Gloria still be up? Uh, what it, what it, uh, Gloria has 50 health points. 
Okay. So has more HP than I do. <laughs> uh, so Gloria is still up, and then Gloria uh, recovers a little bit, and um, not turning around, but one of the mouths just kind of like on the back opens up and uh, looks at or and like speaks towards Cricket. Thank you. You're welcome. I I, I think um, <laughs> I'm gonna stand up. Because uh, I was kind of like prone because I was hiding because of the chatter. I'm going to then uh, run towards a, a, the, the nearest wall and then use that ricochet to then jump off with all my extra jumping capabilities. And during this jump, I'm just going to slash through the uh, this figure with my longsword. Okay, perfect. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you run forward. Make an acrobatics check for me. All right. Let's see how cool this looks. Uh, I am exhausted. <laughs> I still got a 15 a 15 yeah it looks pretty cool it's like a full on like parkour wall jump uh, run at the wall bounce off the wall as you're going like flip through the air and slash down at this thing make your attacks alright uh, because I only have my standard action I'm going to be making my long sword attack with uh, two hand okay so, uh, I get make up a both advantage if I have Pierre helping me here yes you do uh, uh, 24 and a 16? Uh, both will hit. Oh, just. Beautiful. Okay, alright. Well, one definitely and one just. Okay. Uh, then in that case, I will roll damage. Ooh, 22 for the both of them. 22. Not bad at all. Uh, and, um, yeah, amazing. You, uh, you jump forward, uh, do a flip, uh, slash into this thing, uh, land gracefully, and uh, Pierre looks up at you and says, "Good job." You too. I really needed that, actually. <laughs> uh, some of the luck potential uh, of the past. Anyway, I, I like to imagine I, I'm now behind this creature after I, I've kind of slashed them. Uh, I'm your threat over here. I target me. Leave them alone. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check or intimidation, whichever you'd prefer. Uh, I'll persuade. disadvantage is not being nice to me. Uh, ten. Okay. Uh, this thing, uh, I think, can read the room and there are more threats in front of it than the one who just jumped over it. I did my best! <laughs> uh, back to the top. On initiative count 20, you see as the uh, about ten feet back from where you are, Cricket, um, you can see these forms on the ground. They're like these frost-covered icy uh, dwarven forms um, and just between you and them you watch as ice begins to form in a wall again um, and it reaches up 10 feet tall there's about five feet exposed above it uh, but on initiative count 20 you watch as ice just grows back and uh, yeah uh, then Lonlin it is now your turn uh, you fall to the ground uh, after taking all that damage uh, and then you feel a little bit of energy flood into you from Cricket. She'll uh, sit up for a second, just... Uh, I think I fell asleep again. And she's just going to, like, <laughs> touch her shoulder and uh, cast Cure Wounds at second level um, on herself. Uh, it's... Oh my god, math. I can't do math right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, 16 back, and she's, yeah, she's going to use her half of her movement to get back up. And, um, kind of survey what the hell is actually happening, and just kind of stand where she is she she's looking <laughs> really rough <laughs> uh amazing uh perfect uh lisette it is your turn as lonlin stands up looking rough but having just taken all of that damage for you lonlin you don't have to do that really uh, thank you but um okay uh um so how close is the thing uh, it's still very close. It's within, like, ten feet of you. Okay, I'm just gonna blast it. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Chris, you watch as, very similar to Gloria's little eye rays, these beams of light flow out from, or not beams of ink, I mean, flow out from Lisette, this, like, swirling, inky thing that surround this creature. Uh, go ahead and roll the attacks. Uh, the first one was an 18. An 18 uh, will definitely hit. And the second one is a 17. And a 17 will also hit. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, I've not used Ultra Blast in a long time. Uh, <laughs> first one, 7. Second one, 11. Amazing. Uh, so 18 total. Awesome. Yeah, these... Uh, inky uh, clouds surround this ice golem and when they flow away you watch as there are like markings on it as if someone has like scribbled writing all over their body uh, which seem to like crust over with ice and then flake off as if the uh, ink itself has frozen and then fallen away um, and then it's I believe Gloria can go oh yeah Gloria has two attacks too um, more irate yeah. Of course. Jesus. Right. Um, the 14. Uh, 14, unfortunately, misses. Hits some of the ice and just reflects off. And then um, 23 for the second one. 23 will hit, for sure. And the... God, my worst enemy. 15. <laughs> 15 points of damage. Perfect. Uh, this thing... Uh, yeah. This creature that Lizette has summoned shoots two eye rays. One hits the thing, hits the ice golem and bounces off. The other one uh, kind of enters and you watch as chunks of ice fall to the ground uh, dripping this inky like oily looking substance. Um, and I forgot to do this. I'm not going to go back and do this for the other ones, but uh, can... Uh, Gloria, please make a DC 13 charisma saving throw. Uh, charisma? Yeah. That's zero. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as these eye rays uh, fire, there is a reflection uh, of some of that force damage as Gloria uh, takes it was um, 15 points of damage, right? So Gloria is going to take 8 points of uh, force damage as some of the energy reflects back at them. Sorry, uh, how much damage was that in total again? Uh, eight damage. Oh, okay, she did. Yeah. 
I did not like that. That was nice. Chris, it is your turn. Um, lovely. How far away is Big Baddie from you right now? Uh, very close. Ten feet. Lovely. Yeah, or actually probably within five because you were you were attacking it and it didn't move, so it's five feet away. Okay, I want to, if I can do this, it's an action to take a potion, correct? Uh, it is an action to take a potion, yeah. Okay, um, I do want to take a potion because I have a potion of hill giant strength. Yeah. I would like to take, so it's going to bump my strength up to twenty-one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want that to be my action, and then, and what is the, what would it bump my like score up to? Like I know it's twenty one, uh, but what would the modifier? Twenty one would be a plus five. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I will do that, and then use a bonus action to do an unarmed strike. I think I can do as a bonus action. Uh, yeah, I, I think you might. While raging. I think you're supposed to do that if you take the attack action, but I, I'm, I love it. So just do it's it. It's part of the, it's part of the armor spike. Oh, okay. Uh, the armor that I'm wearing. So while I'm wearing a spiked armor and are raging, I can use the bonus action to make a melee attack. Okay, great, perfect. I love it. Yeah, within five feet of me. So sweet. Awesome. Um, so it's twenty-four plus five. Now that I two plus five, so that's seven piercing damage. Uh, do you have, I meant, sorry, did, do you have to hit first? Huh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I try that? Uh, it's a 17 plus stuff. Okay, yeah, that'll hit, hit for sure. Plus six. Uh, yeah, so that would be seven piercing damage. Okay. Which I'm punching it in the ankle. And can Ovis attack on my turn, or do you want me to roll initiative for Ovis? Uh, Ovis could absolutely attack on your turn, but before Ovis attacks... Sure. Um... You watch as you like with you like you drink this potion. You feel it infuse you with strength. You bash uh, into this thing with your spiked armor, and it seems like one of your spikes finds whatever was kind of animating this thing, like a specific rune or something, and its body collapses into shards of ice. And you see standing in front of you where this thing was. It seems like the ice fell away from it. You see this dwarf with just blue white skin a beard of pure ice uh hair like almost like crystalline hair um icy blue eyes and uh you see as this dwarf is revealed on his finger you see a glowing blue ring coated in ice and his entire hand an arm is just like a sheet of ice. It seems like whatever is happening, like his body is transforming into something. And as this happens, he looks at you and says, my deepest desire now is to kill you. And that's where we're going to end our session. That's not very nice. Tune in next time for another exciting adventure in the Dirty Twenties. Who is this dwarven figure before our party? How will our party fare considering that they are already tired and hurt? And 
Just how many times will Cricket attempt to get a sword from the ice? Tune in to find out. In the meantime, visit www.dirty20spodcast.com, all spelled out, to be the shiny Sammy. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email at dirty20spodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and if you send us any fan art, we'll be sure to add it to the website. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whichever podcasting app you use. My name is Marcus Dusick. My players were Craig Chapman, Richard Chapman, Toby McGowan, Elliot White, with special guest Tessa Gunn. Until next time, friends, stay safe, stay kind, and don't take any wooden nickels. Why is boss music faster? <laughs> Why do I hear boss music? <laughs> <laughs>